This is Clay from the band What We Do in Secret. We're proud to sponsor today's episode of the Church and Other Drugs podcast and bring you our brand new single, Blackout, A Sudden Exit. If you or someone you know has been affected by opioid addiction, please consider following the link in the show notes to our Indiegogo campaign and contributing to our new full-length album. Tune in at the end of the episode to hear the whole song. Thanks for listening. and other drugs. Sup? My name's Jay. What's up? And this I'm is Jay. Bash, and this is Jay. Sup, bitches? This is What's up, y'all? Say your name. What's happening? It's Debesh. My name is Debesh. This is Lurch and other bugs. Singa. <laughs> 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 Debesh oh. isn't saving that, man. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a real solid one. So That's all I have for the show. <laughs> you, uh... My job here is done. I Good night, just pull a Costanza. Good night, everybody. <laughs> no, you uh, you came up in book study last night, as you often do. What were they saying? I can't. I, I don't remember the uh, what was it? it? Maddox was saying something about he was like, see, uh, uh I I knew this guy Debesh, and uh, he he liked to say da 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 da, and like it got kind of somber, and then um, I think Travis said. You know he's still alive. Like he's still around. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Everybody talks about me like I'm dead. Exactly. Everybody does. Then talk they don't about know you how like... to act when I come back in town. It's hilarious. They do oh, talk what? about you like you're dead. Out in, really in, in heathen Portland. <laughs> Might as well be dead. Basically, right. dude. <laughs> um, I need to give a shout out to Justice Bjork. Oh, I love Bjork. Yeah, dude. And I love Justice. You remember that band? They did uh, D-A-N-C-E. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, that's a good-ass song. So, Justice Bjork, with your name combined, you have some badass bands. But he was the dude that commented, Church and Other Drugs is greater than BC. Oh, holla. Winning. Oh, so Jay's wife just came in the background, but I thought it was my wife. I know shit just turned around because I thought it was the camera. <laughs> so I was like, oh, shit. She told me not to wake up my children. Uh, me and Devesh don't have kids. We have cats. <laughs> and mine's in heat. Yes. So I need to not wake her up. That's true. Cause she'll start yelping. That's way more awkward. <laughs> it is, dude. And she, like, I don't know how, I guess, Cats can tell gender in humans because, like, she only wants me now during these times. Like, she could give a fuck about Kaylee and she'll just come and just grind all over me. And it's real weird, dude. Anywhere I sit, she'll go and rub on that spot. Have you been sending her mixed signals? That's probably, you know, I think she's leading her on. I've been giving her that, that, that wet food special. Like, she really needs to watch what, how you dress around the house. (laughs) Right, right. It's all your fault, dude. You want to hear the funniest dream? Well, it actually it was, it was a using dream, but it was like a really pleasant one because it was just so bizarre. 
So I had this dream that uh, it was Chris from Dopey. Speaking of which, I went, I guess it was his house, and he had this fish tank, and there was all these jellyfish in it. And he took one out, and he was like, come here, bro. And I was like, what? And he draped it around my neck. And I was like, what are you doing? And it stung me. And then I was like, oh, is that? And he was like, it's an opiate jellyfish. And I was what? like, holy shit, dude. And he was Yo, like, yeah. Leave it, to, leave it to a junkie to have an opiate right. jellyfish. Well, and then that's, check it out what, what we did. So, so we dried them out and mailed them to this. I don't know why, but we mailed them to a Chinese company. I remember that. And they ground them up, put them in capsules, and mailed them back to us. And we had this stockpile of crazy jellyfish opiate. And I got really addicted to it. And like no one could help How? me. How long were you in this dream? It was dream? a long this is like dream. Weeks. It was a it was long. Like weeks well, the at turnaround in the dream was like dream. instant. Like you know, weeks fast forward. <laughs> I wasn't waiting. So, like I just remember. It's all like cuts to Jed playing Nintendo sixty four, waiting on the mail to come for like days. <laughs> like well, that's that's, it. that's that's when you know you need to get sober when you're dreaming about getting high off a of fish. <laughs> you know you. You've pretty much done like exhausted every single type of and, drug, and not only that, <laughs> but that like it, the the idea of that was extremely like, oh man, this is a novel. I'd, why haven't been people doing this? <laughs> I it's I, I don't know if I brought it up on the on the show, but I did have that was my um that was my eugenics idea was to was to make this breed of snake that produce different opiates as their venom so you could just walk over uh, and so i've got like a, a lore tab snake a, a morphine snake and when i'm bored i'd piss it off it would tie you off right and then bite you genius bite you. right wow. come on dude i wow. thought that was a through. very well-trained snake <laughs> well you know it took a while <laughs> <laughs> lots of trial and error um that's <laughs> I was trying to write it really quick, and I wrote down "jelly wish opiates." Well, I don't know if that's some kind of Freudian slip or what. Yeah, yeah. Freudian slip or something. You yeah. Know. You want to hear something cool? Uh, I can't go into specifics, but uh, a person we both know, um, their church did probably like the coolest thing. Like, so you know how we always talk about how church should be more like AA. And then it sucks most of the time. Uh huh. Listen to this though, and how awesome this is. So they started a new, um, I guess it's kind of a recovery group, but the people, the first wave of people in it, it's like sexual sin or whatever, porn, what have you. And uh, okay. so they started the church service by having the men in the group stand up and and come to the front. All the men or the dudes that watch the, porn? The dudes that were in it. And, like, these, some of them are, like, married men. And, like, like nobody knew. You know, it was like, this is not... Basically, wow. like, so they brought them to the front. in front of the whole, like, community there? In front of the whole community there. And, basically, it was just an admission of, like, hey, we have this problem. We'd, like, we just wanted y'all to know. Mm. Interesting. I thought that was pretty... No, but they didn't pull, like, a Game of Thrones. Like, shame, shame, no. shame. <laughs> I thought that was... Pretty awesome. I think it's awesome. I mean, hopefully they were accepted, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They were. They were. Yeah. It was. It was. Well, that's the the... thing. Is like that sort of thing can, especially if they're married, men can have issues. I mean, repercussions in their marriage, and like that's interesting that they did it publicly. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you know, I'm sure if they didn't, it was, it was, it wasn't forced. It was. I'm sure they like talked about Mm -hmm. it. It was basically from from, and I'll tell you later like where it was and who it was, but it was. 
uh like a showing of like hey and they explained it like this is this is what this is going to be about like transparency like we're that's they're asking for the help as a body to like keep us accountable and like we're all in this together it wasn't like a a shame thing it was just kind of like this is what's going on in our community thing yeah i think that's That's huge and that takes that takes a lot to stand up there like that that's that's pretty awesome well Yeah. yeah and especially you know we talk all the time about you know we have to put on our church face or whatever um and that's kind of where just to your point, Jed, that's where A is so great is we don't have to put on a face. We can go and be vulnerable and be like, hey, I'm eight years sober and I feel like fucking drinking today or whatever the case is, right? Um, that does, just doesn't happen in church. So right. that's rad no. that they can be like, hey, I have a problem with whatever, fill in the blank. But yeah, yeah. I'm pretty, yeah, I was pretty pleased with it. So, uh, kudos. So, you- golf clap for that church. <laughs> that, that actually sounds very audibly pleasing you know what you know what sound f- i don't i don't know why it bothers me but it is my biggest pet peeve is you have you the uh, best have you heard joe rogan the podcast ever Which, oh any, yeah any I of them all the time yeah yeah and, yeah and jay i know you have it's i have i hate i don't like joe rogan but okay, let's well, continue then, then then good then i guess this is the one you'll agree yeah i don't know why it fucking bothers me <laughs> It just sounds so whenever just I guess he's got a pitcher of ice water near him and he'll just pour the ice water. Right. And I just hear the ice for some reason. It just sounds so hoity fucking toity like, oh, where's the, we've got this like filtered. This is in my head. Like, oh, we've got this filtered water. Would you like a glass of this? Here you go. It fucking pisses me off. So bad, and I don't know. Start why. doing that, dude. So whenever I think of Joe Rogan, I think of like two sweaty, nasty dudes sitting around like a card table or oh, something. Dude, he just moved to a new I don't studio, think- and it's badass. No, it's because yeah. he's so like everything. He like he's just so uh what's the entitled and like he he lives this world of like he's a fucking rich guy and he's always talking about like if people just want to feel better, you should just eat fucking caribou and elk like i can yeah like like i can just pictures of elk yeah like i can take a month off to go fucking bow hunting dude like (laughs) shut up joe like us peasants have to deal with our tap water you bastard I think that's what bothers me. It's just like, yeah, all you got to do is just work out 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right. get paid for it like I do. You know, like, fuck. Make a podcast. Smoke yeah. DMT. Smoke DMT. That's where... um, Come a UFC announcer. Yeah. that's He, he, had, a, he had Russell Brand on. So, so that's how DeBesh was talking about Russell Brand's book, the new one. And I heard... Oh, yeah. So Russell Brand wrote this new book called Recovery. Recovery. And uh, um, the whole time, not the whole time, but Joe spent a segment of like, so Russell, have you ever done DMT? And Russell's like, well, no, I haven't. But, uh, you know, I'd like to. <laughs> and Joe's like, you totally should. You you definitely should. And, Ru- <laughs> and Russell's like, well, you know, no, I can't. And he's like, <laughs> like I'm in recovery. Like, yeah. And Joe's like, just DMT. I've lost the opportunity yeah and and joe's like no nah, fuck that dude you can totally do it you should <laughs> no, totally he's, do it he's like that's bs man you could do dmt yes exactly like, Joe, like what like i yeah. was loving the episode until i was like dude what irresponsible you know who you're talking to yeah, yeah. no he does that's 
You know, a world of a misunderstanding of and ignorance, yeah. man. Absolutely. But, uh, no, it's pretty cool though. I just I just cracked into it. Like yeah. it's good because he doesn't take anything away. He just adds. So it's not oh, like nice. there's my, thing, my understanding is it's just like commentary on like the twelve step program, right? That's a fair yeah. ass, ass, assessment, yeah. And, and a that's lot cool, of but... go ahead. Well, I was just like, I thought, you know, his spiel on Joe Rogan was so awesome. And, you know, we always talk about how the 12 steps could work for anybody mm -hmm. and people like that. And I think it's so neat. But, like, looking at some of the comments on the video that came out on Facebook, people are just like, you know, he's breaking traditions and he's getting paid off of da 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 And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, how is it that much different than Drop the Rock or something? It's, or it's not. 12 and 12. Or, the only right. difference is that AA World Services didn't print the book. That's the only difference. Right. Well, but they didn't also get... didn't print Drop the Rock or like these other, you know, addendums to 12-step well, stuff that the community has embraced. Well, and... At one time, at one time, Drop the Rock was conference approved. Oh, but we switched. We switched publishers. It was it's Hazelton, so okay. there used to be a different twenty four hours a day and mm -hmm. a whole bus set of different literature. And we switched mm -hmm. publishers, and now it's no longer conference approved oh, because it's not going into our budget. Like we're not making money off of it anymore. Well, and it's dumb. As like, like, are they really trying to keep a monopoly on the steps of which they jacked in the first place? Like, come on, dude. Like, no. <laughs> Right. Like it, it's, it's I don't think if people. you really sat down anybody that understands the traditions, like well, they would be like, they would say that. Yeah. "You're breaking the tradition." No, man. Yeah. No, but there's spiritual the principles that are like in everything ever. We've yes. just compiled them in a dummy-proof way for us mm -hmm. tardos to go through. Yeah, that's, right. <laughs> that's it. Exactly, that's it. dude. Uh, yeah, dude. I, I think it's great. I, I do too. Them. I do too. And it's it's. People like him are making, and you know, podcasts like Church and Other Drugs. You know, we're just we're making recovery hip, bro. Right. It's a new it thing. Take it is. I will, say, I will say, excuse me. You know, it's kind of rubbing me the wrong way recently. Sandpaper. And I'll say it's a little of that. I will say um, it's kind of a double-edged sword. This is great. So anyway, Charleston, South Carolina, as as well as everywhere else, USA huge opioid crisis right? right people are dying all over the place they're cutting dope with fentanyl and like people are dying right yeah um, I, I was dying before it was cool by the way that's what i'm saying I've been dying. They're, like, they're like oh this new I've opioid this new opioid epidemic and i'm like motherfucker that ain't new it ain't new like, right that's what i'm saying new? what you mean new you know, that's <laughs> yeah. my 30 dead do, friends huh? you know i know yeah. i know i really think and when i really like sat down and, th and thought about it i think i was like you know what is new is like teenage white kids yes. starting to die in big numbers from opioid and now it's an epidemic yeah. right now it's a tragedy now it's, now it's so sad to see <laughs> an opportunity how can get this happen Get him, yeah. get him, Marshall. And they blame it on Maryland. I'm sorry, Jane. <laughs> and the heroin. Where were the parents at? I can't. I just. I'm I can't even do this right now with you. <laughs> so what? What's? Oh, is that what's grinding your gears? Is that like they're calling it new? Yeah, I'm like, motherfucker. This shit ain't new. Yeah, oh, no. It shit ain't. I don't know. Did you also see? This is interesting. Uh. Gordon Ramsay on cocaine, that new documentary. What? what? Oh, that sounds awesome, though. It is. I yeah, watched makes a lot of episode sense. one. So, um, 
he is hype as fuck. No, no, yeah. no. It's uh, that's funny. It's 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 a clickbaity title. Uh, it it's, has nothing. It's Gordon Ramsay basically on a campaign against cocaine because he just ah. he just had one of his um like protege chefs just died as a result of cocaine and so he he went around his restaurants and he did like a spot bathroom check where he swabbed all the bathrooms and then had them tested he tested 90 percent. oh yeah like i think it was 100 percent. uh but he tested the the staff bathrooms and then the regular bathrooms and like all of them they're like oh and then he brought in all of his managers and he's like okay so like everybody's on cocaine like this is a problem and then he goes to south america and like goes through how they make cocaine and he's yes it's it's pretty cool it's called gordon ramsay on cocaine that's really interesting yeah and the of course the number one comment was like he didn't do coke once like what is this bullshit (laughs) (laughs) i watched the whole thing i was waiting (laughs) two hours i'll never have back again for real (laughs) but yeah man uh it's becoming news finally yeah boy uh so one thing i was thinking about Right, mm-hmm. and I was actually texting with Jed a lot about was that today or yesterday? That was yesterday. Yesterday, and it's so interesting to have a non-Christian Besh on the show to kind of give us your perspective on this too. Mm. Historically, well, in all of the English translations of our Bible, we assign the masculine gender to God, right? Mm-hmm. And so we believe in a Trinity, right? The God. Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit is all one and separate at the same time. We don't really specify a gender for the Holy Spirit. Jesus was a, a human man, but we always there's this there's this masculine that's applied to God, which I always think is interesting. And I'm not sure I'm not learned enough to know if in Hebrew they did that as well or in Greek or whatever. But it's interesting to me because I feel like there are, I feel like God, the entity God would be genderless, right? Like gender is a human, well, not even a construct, like a human necessity for physical procreation, right? Right, right. So. um, Yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Well, I guess from from my perspective, um, I agree with you. Uh, so, like in Hinduism, there's more of like the Godhead, and it's like the Father. You know, there's like Father God, much like in Christianity, mm-hmm. and then there's the Divine Mother, mm-hmm. and so uh, Divine Mother is also an aspect of God, kind of like Christ is uh, in Christianity, okay. and um, and so. Like my grandfather, my dad would tell me I never met him, but he he like prayed to the divine mother a lot. That was his like thing. And a lot of people in India and Hinduism, that is kind of their concept of a higher power is divine mother. Okay. Um, yeah, and some is like Brahma, uh, which is another word for God. Um, and so it's kind of like you know. Uh, you could choose. I mean, on, in in the in the order of things, like there's God, then Divine Mother. You know what I mean? So okay. there's kind of still like this hierarchical, you know, kind of it's deal. Masculine first. That's masculine first, correct? Um, Interesting. But but people could get away with praying to Divine Mother their whole life, and you know Do what you, I'm saying? It's not, you know. 
Okay. You you want to hear an interesting thing I just found? Yes. <clears throat> oh man, your face says no though. No, my face says yes. Oh, just kind of interesting. So, I'm just gonna read it. So buckle up, Buttercup. Uh, actually, we would have to go back roughly ten thousand years to even begin to understand what happened. As the hunters and gatherers began to settle in the Mesopotamia Valley, they moved away from what anthropologists have suggested was a balanced responsibility when men and women had equal responsibility. Every single person had a, quote, job, a responsibility, including children, and there was no hierarchy because each person's job impacted survival equally. Up until this time in history, most of the most powerful gods were female, like fertility. Hmm. fertility. It was, frankly, a more matriarchal society uh, more a matriarchal society than you might guess. But when the hunters and gatherers realized they could build fences, raise animals and crops, uh, and protecting the boundaries became paramount, it was the men who began to take on the warrior mentality. To raise their crops, they needed workers, so the women stayed home to raise children to work in the fields. It was during that time that these societies moved from a matriarchy to a patriarchy, the most powerful gods had become males. Keep in mind, there were still many gods, but the most powerful were pictured as men at some point in this development. When we get to the beginning of what we know as the Jewish tradition, 5,000 years ago, there were still many gods, but the most powerful came to be known as Yahweh, which the word was never intended to be spoken. That's why they said like, mm-hmm. G dot dash D. Right. However, as centuries passed, different groups in different eras had their own name for God. Um, and scholars generally propose that the Torah was compiled from various original sources, two of which are named for their blah, 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 blah. Uh, so for, but, first of all, but, well, hold on. The, the point I was getting to many modern Jews today do not necessarily see their God as male, male or female. That's awesome. Yeah. But first of all, all that beginning stuff is not in the Bible. So it didn't happen. Like that's, that's for, that's true. For, that's first of all, well, the flood okay. happened. Yeah. That's first of all. No, but it's interesting, and and that was my my biggest question is like, do did we assign that because we are a patriarchal society? Is it societally mm-hmm. or culturally driven, or is it because you know our God Yahweh has more masculine tendencies? And same for Hinduism is like, is that a cultural? Um, designation that's given or is it because father god actually has more masculine character traits that's an interesting question man i mean it sounds like what jed red kind of supports that it was depending upon the times and kind of which gender was in power at the time that's um, and i think i was i was telling jay so i kind of assign discipline and um uh, direction and like uh, ordination to God, I assign female motherly um, tenderness to Jesus, and then I assign emotions to the Holy Spirit. And so Jay asked, like, where, 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 then we were wondering, like, well, I wonder where that came from. And so, like, I realized Jesus was taught to me from my mom and mm-hmm. from Sunday school teachers who were 100% women, all of them like in, in my upbringing. So maybe that's where that came from. And then they say mm-hmm. that you get your idea of God from your father. Like that's a psychological thing, which it makes sense in my life because that it, does make sense. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's where like, yeah, you learn to fear. Um, 
I don't know, though. And I guess it... So, I was saying, I don't think it matters. But, Jay, you said... I said, I think it does matter because it matters how I... Um, perceive and interact with my higher with God, right? Like, <clears throat> if I always think that He has these masculine tendencies and doesn't have the um, ability or tendency to be loving or gentle or a nurturer or all of those things that we classically assign to women—that's what I was about to say. Then, yeah, then it's, it's um, problematic. Yeah, yeah, it's Cause, problematic because yeah. because yeah. we all know that I the apex ideal human would have all qualities right even exactly. e- even as a human. yeah 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 so that's that's, that's interesting that <sighs> and that's how i try to see does god embracing like both the masculine and the feminine kind of qualities mm-hmm. um i think that just makes for just a more integrated human being to embrace those aspects of self i mean they some literature suggests that we are in a time right now that is called the divine feminine, where I think humanity and mankind is attempting to embrace more of these loving, caring, compassionate qualities. Um, yeah. Sometimes coming out very weird, but I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> but but I think that's what the times are calling for: um, to embrace the feminine uh, energy again within ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And then I think it. You know, if you're going Judeo-Christian, so if like God created man in His image, and the first one created was man, so that's I guess where people got that from. Mm-hmm. But then, that's that. Maybe there's something interesting in there in that, like, so God created man in His image, and then He created woman from man, which was created in His image. So, in man was woman. Woman, hmm. they were one and the Interesting. same. That isn't. I never even thought of that. So it's like, and woman came from man too, so she can obviously have those characteristics. Exactly. Too. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, did we all just become? Did we all just become complementarians? I think so. I'm just joking. I think so. Well, I'm yeah. I mean, that's don't interesting. My, that don't let my wife hear that, dude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that yeah, it's super interesting conversation, though. I mean, like. It, well, it's a trick because, you know, I, I go on these preconceived notions of what I've been taught and some, th- some things that I wasn't even like strictly taught, but just things that I absorbed or have these. Yeah. Like, Jed, innate. nobody I don't think anybody ever told you that God is the disciplinarian and Jesus is a nurturer. No, like those right. things weren't expressly said to you. No, but right. I have these these thoughts of like. God being super masculine a lot of the time and can be a protector, right? Mm-hmm. But but rarely a nurturer or um, things that again we would classically assign to to femininity. Um, you know what's funny? Uh, I did a guided meditation um, a few years back, and it was one of those where they had uh, like, you going to hell. You are going to hell. I know. It was one where they they had us. Um, they had us walk through like a babbling brook and we, we came to this meadow and at that meadow we were told to imagine that like God was sitting there waiting for us and we were supposed to sit down next to him and, and talk to him and then she, she took us out and then she was like, okay. Then she asked us who we saw or what we saw mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. saw my grandfather, um, Papa. Oh, that's who interesting. It is because he's a super... Wait, his name was Popeye? That's my grandpa, Popeye. We're coming hey, back to that. We're coming back yeah, to that. That's Keep going. 
<laughs> but he's a super um he's like he's like a tender man like he's a you know he works at a hardware uh-huh. store but he's also like a very like motherly he had, grandfather he had both the qualities yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 interesting that's interesting i i know it's so i mean <clears throat> it was really interesting to me kind of along these lines to see people in uproar christians uh in uproar about when um the shack was written yeah jed i know you're familiar with the shack Debesh, I don't know. Bring him up I am a little bit. I think Maddie read it. So it's an incredible book, and I think anybody yeah. can get a lot of, out of it. But this, it's this guy, and he's um, uh, the Trinity is manifesting itself, right? And and God actually turns out to be like this big black, this large black old black woman, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And people were just in, up in arms about <laughs> that. That's about the whole book. I, really. I remember when I saw. Yeah. Did you ever see that Kevin Smith movie Dogma? Yeah, yeah. and and God yeah, turned yeah. out to be Alanis yeah. Morissette. Yes. <laughs> What's awesome. funny is I remember as when so I saw awesome. that I was still so like you know when I saw it, I was like oh my this is the most like blasphemous <gasps> oh, thing. But then <laughs> when I think about it, it's like I mean what God having a gender is a ridiculous idea in the first. It's place. a ridiculous, it's really idea. ridiculous it's idea. idea. It really yeah, is. yeah, yeah. You know uh, yeah. another anecdote. Well, I, um. I guess it is uh, just a product of like a patriarchal Jewish society, but like, have you heard the story of Lilith, Adam's second wife? Mm-mm. No. So, but in some of the Jewish props to, props to Adam. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, dude. for being able to, to survive that, because I don't. Know. I guess he the must one, have been like, God, one is one is awesome, but like, let me get another. But <laughs> so it's this story of all, um, I'm a little down tender. Yeah, <laughs> BC tender. Like, it's uh, all just like cave drawings. Yeah. <laughs> He's all swi- swiping stone tablets. Ting ting ting. So uh, so Lilith was Adam's second wife, and she. This is how the story goes: is that she refused to have sex with him missionary style because she didn't want to be dominated so adam banished her all right and then uh that's where that's really graphic for yeah isn't it a story well it gets even in the bible no this is in the uh apocrypha like it was in part of the dead sea scrolls and like the book of jubilees it's it's like old jewish uh i guess you could call it mythology folklore and then she became books no dude and then she became the mother of demons, and that's where uh, when okay. Jewish men would have wet dreams, they thought it was Lilith stealing semen to create demon babies. Like, that was a belief. Oh, oh man. Demon thief? Yeah. I've had some demon wow. babies, if that's the case. Right? Talk about, <laughs> a.k.a., like, detox day seven, when, like, your libido comes back with a vengeance, dude. Like, the wind blows. Oh, you know what's funny? This is a complete sidetrack, <laughs> but I've been watching Intervention all day, and I realized that, like, you, you will recognize a 30-day sober male by his discovery of hair gel. It's like, all of a sudden, he's got to gel his hair. Like, he, like... <laughs> Hair gel, fresh Nike. Yeah, V neck, fresh Nike. Some kind of like yeah. awkwardly fitting polo. It's like we, yeah. we rediscover <laughs> he fashion. One, he had one good polo. Yep. And he's wearing everywhere. 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 My All favorite line of intervention was there's this, it's actually a really smart junkie, and he had like asked the cameraman, like, hey, 
is this intervention? And they're like, no, 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 it's not an intervention. And then at the intervention, he all looks dead ass in the camera. He's all, you lied to me. <laughs> 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 I thought it would have been funnier if he would have been if he would have been like, man, I thought we were cool, bro. Like, what's up, dude? Like, damn, how you gonna play me like that? Oh, y'all making a story about my life because it's so interesting, <laughs> dude. Did, did I ever tell you about the um? Uh, do you remember when Troy? I don't know if you were using, but when Troy and all them like uh, called the cops to like come rescue me out of a, a dope house? No. So I was, was, was I I wasn't in the house with you, was I? No, 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 no. I guess you weren't. I mean, you were in Charleston, but I guess uh, uh, this was like right before I moved to Charleston the, for the first time. But I had been shooting a lot of cocaine, and so when the cops uh, came to the door, and I long story short, I had this like very elaborate um, halluc. Like I thought I was on intervention. Like I was that delusional, and I was convinced. I was, so I was, like when the cops were there, I was smiling, and I was like peeking around the tree, and I was like. I know what this is like where the cameras at and then like my friends were just like crying and it was not like funny or (laughs) anything it was serious you were too sick to be on intervention yes dude (laughs) I think I think my favorite story from that time is right after you overdosed in the apartment that I just moved out of Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and everybody's like Renee Renee calls me she's like hey come over we need to have a we need to talk to Jed and I I didn't have class that day, so I was like eight beers in, oh, yeah. and I just like show up with a half-empty eighteen-pack. I just re- no, I remember I, to I, have for, a come to Jesus with Jed, with Jed. All I remember, this is the, the a visual memory, is just you with a with a beer in hand and just like you know how like the frat guy like you'll just carry the case, carry it around. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh, well, we're drinking. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> we're drinking, huh? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this guy he used to do that at these parties I went to. He was like, hey, the bush, what's the capital of China? I'm like, I don't know. He goes, Bangkok. And he would just slug me like right yep. in the dick with the beers. That's the worst. Yeah. What an asshole. <laughs> Whatever, dude. We used to do. <laughs> you you, you used to be big. You and Troy used to be big on the uh, what hurts worse than a mosquito, Firefly, and you'd flick your cigarette at us. Oh, yeah, I did. Too, yeah, that shit. Dude, we also do you remember remember when we wrapped Troy in dry towels and pushed him in the pool? No, and he almost drowned like to death. Uh uh, in my pool, yes, dude. We we, remember that we we wrapped him like we all we were all in agreement. We wrapped him up in towels, like, like six or seven of them, and then rolled him into the pool. And then he's like at the bottom, we're like. Oh shit! Like he's not getting up, and we dove in. <laughs> it took like were you four. Drinking? I don't think so, dude. I think we were sober and just. Eating. <laughs> wow. It, dude, he must have weighed like two hundred and thirty pounds, like with all those well, wet. And it was he let y'all do it this? Was, yeah, we all thought end. it'd be funny. No, it was the it was shallow end. It was at the shallow end. Yeah, dude, we just yeah, couldn't. Like, why did it, he just fucking stand up, dude? Because the towels, once they got wet, it like formed like a yeah. a weighted straight Held jacket. Like Holy it was shit. like a death trap, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. For yeah, sure. we almost died a bunch at that house. We did. Which like, how are you not freaking out that your kids are gonna do this shit? Because I think I'm gonna be a little bit more upfront with them than our parents were. I, yeah, honestly. Debesh, do you want kids? Like, you know. Do I? Oh yeah, totally. I always imagine Aziz Ansari when he's like, I'm imagining my baby. He's going to be a little brown baby. Because I'm sorry. A little brown White baby. babies are disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Mixed babies are some pretty freaking they Mixed are. babies. 
gorgeous. They are. Yeah. Tyra Banks, bro. Mm-hmm. Saying. Um, yeah, Jed almost cracked his skull open at that house. How? Herbert Herbert almost died at that house. You'd, we'd jump off the roof into the pool. Oh, yeah. We're all yeah, hammered. Yeah. And we, like, took a step or got a funky jump or something. Yeah, it was close. And, like, seriously, an inch yeah, from the side of the pool. And you had already, like, you had your uh, arm condom on. So, yeah, like, you'd already mom. broke your arm. It <laughs> <laughs> was a rubber thing put over his cast. And it, oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is this is this is this is how god's universe works is that like so i got that job at the adolescent treatment center bro like it's it's Hell happening yeah. dude. that's awesome yeah. it's on I, I had nice. a, does it nice. that terrify you oh my god <laughs> so much dude <laughs> you just like get thrown in the fucking deep end so with a bunch much. of teenagers and, that are yeah. already fucked up and like, i thought I, have, no I all i've been doing is remembering the shit that we did to my adolescent counselor like and i'm like uh, oh uh, god uh, <laughs> the bust out them cry skills <laughs> i guess but i'm not allowed to I know. I wonder at all times have a super soaker with ice water in it. And just like, hey, calm the fuck down. You you think this podcast is going to become like a professional issue? That's what I was wondering. Huh. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. That's why I went with the pseudonym, but now I don't really care anymore. As long as you don't. uh, Yeah, I just can't say any, you know, fucking client names or nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it should. But, you know, like, dude, I was. so I don't know if it's like if it's been like I don't know stress or whatever, but like just trying to work all this shit out. It's just been like I've been in a terrible mood, like spiritually, just in a really dark place. And like I, uh, I was telling Jay, I, I lied to my pastor and like bailed on playing worship music because I had like a panic <laughs> attack Saturday night, which I did make amends for it. All that's good. Um, shit was just it was just bad. And then so like now you know. Everything's good and calming down, and I was driving home on the way from uh, talking to the CEO, and I was like, oh, this is fucking happening, and it was sunny, and I just, like, busted out crying, because I was like, I can't believe, like, this is, like, my life, like, it's actually happened, like, one of those moments, yeah. Um, Incredible. I mean, those are, like, those are, like, the magic moments of sobriety. Like, hold on to that. I live for stuff like that, Yeah, no shit. I mean, you're... You're doing you're doing exactly what God put you here to do, Jed. Yeah, uh, I think it's pretty obvious. The best year in graduate school. You're a fucking junkie yeah, in graduate, dude. Junkie like, dog, right? Yeah. It's crazy where God takes us mm-hmm. if we can stay sober for a while. I mean, yeah. those are the gems. Those are the moments. Yeah, those mm-hmm. are the moments. It's crazy, Beautiful. dude. Mm. So, what you had a panic attack prior to that, though? It, uh, well, it was at night, like, I was, uh, so, it's, I, I don't know if it's part of, like, my fucking mental illness or what it is, mm-hmm. but I'll get, like, so this was the problem that I got stuck on, and, like, it started Saturday morning, mm-hmm. um, uh, when I, this is, like, it's m- fucking boring, menial stuff, but I have to, like, turn in an application for my CIT, and there's gonna be, like, a mm-hmm. three-week waiting oh, period. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, And yeah. I have to tell my boss at my current mm-hmm. job that I'm gonna be leaving, but I don't have an exact mm-hmm. leave time. So, right, that, right. that is the problem, and I fucking gymnastic that bitch in my head from, you know, the time I woke up on Sunday until, I it was... 12 30 sunday night and i was laying in bed and i couldn't go to sleep just still about it thinking yeah, about yeah. it dude yeah. like what the fuck yeah. like i can't do anything about it but it's just like yeah. over yeah but over. you can't help it yeah i can't help yeah. it yeah and i yeah. yeah 
and then I just like I just freaked out. <laughs> like, ugh. guys. Yeah. But that's but that but that is where it is, and that's you're not like worrying about that happening again, stuff like that. No, 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 no. Like, it, I guess no. I'm playing on my psychology hat. Yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> well, and I'm wondering. Do you need so, a script? Are you good? <laughs> well, it, I'm coming up on my um my six month appointment, and so I'm I'm de- mm. I'm my plan was I want to get off one of my the heavier medication I'm on. Um, I'm on Prestique and Wellbutrin. Like Wellbutrin, I know eventually that won't be that bad to get off of, but mm, nah, Prestique will probably be a bitch. So like, I, I kind of want to get off of it because I want to see. I feel I don't know, I I don't know. I want to try it without it. You know, I, you never yeah, know until you try. Totally. See what it's like. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll see. It taper again. though, always taper. Yeah. yeah, and but then it's like, should I now wait until I'm more established in my job? Because it's like that might be a perfect recipe to really be bad. Like I'm right now when I'm switching careers to like mm. throw in. Yeah. Some fucking, well, yeah. Yeah. When, when, when a life change. Yeah. You want some stability when that's happening. Maybe wait, maybe wait. It out. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you know, but just know may, maybe life, wait it out. You know, I don't know what life stability is at the same. Like, well, well I guess true, just, but just not, not so much stability, but like uh life changes, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So, there so is like, you know, if you just yeah. moved, if you just, you know, got a new job, new relationship, whatever the case may be, yeah. you know, might want to like wait for the dust to settle. I don't know. Mm. That's probably what I'll, I'll see if he can like do one in like three months or so. Yeah. I just yeah. feel like my life is always in flux. There's yeah. Always... It's not though. If I Yours waited. Is not. It is. How? I'm starting but... a new business right now. So you got a new, Yeah. I got but before kids. that, that that's just your, started. That, that's my your... kids just started school. My wife just quit her other job. But you know, it's my. I'm traveling more. That's that's been your life though for the past three mm-hmm. years. So that's stability for you. Like the last time I talked to you, you were starting hey, a new business. True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like your 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 normal is abnormal. Yeah. Like you, you like yeah. That might be true. The freaky thing point, one buddy. day will be like. Yeah, I don't know what your what your actual like. I think if your I crisis retire. mode is going to be like when you've oh got God, three million dollars and like you retired, and I got nothing to do. I will go into full blown crisis if I have nothing to do. Yeah, fuck, I don't know. I'm waiting I'm for that. You. <laughs> you guys ever so so. I've been drinking this bulletproof coffee lately. Dude, Y'all ever heard of that? Synchronicity. What? I just started that two days ago. Was it because of Joe Rogan? Oh no, um, Joe Rogan's hmm. on that bulletproof shit. Or no, actually, he it, was because it wasn't of, because of Joe Rogan. I did no, because I of remember that. Jim Carrey. I was Jim Carrey was, was talking about it. I got um, I ordered. It's a uh, it's like um, it's all in one. It's a pre-mixed. It's cacao, uh, gay butter, G H E Y or ghee, cacao. Or ghee. Yeah, yeah, cacao. Uh, Wait, cacao. I have that exact stuff. Yeah, man. it's called like cacao. coffee booster or something. Cacao. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Are really we the good. same person, dude? It's the shit. It's so good. So you, so you started it? Yeah, two days. Yeah. Isn't it so amazing? It is. It. I, I actually noticed a difference. You feel so good. Like yeah. and like I only need to have one cup of coffee. I have coffee one cup of morning. coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. So, yeah, I so, think everybody in recovery should, should I, I do too. Jay, you should you should jump on it. You should try it for sure. I was, well, you guys are just talking over me, but I'm sorry. I got I really used excited. To do that all the time. 
Really? But it was keto. It was when I was on keto, and yeah, I also felt good. incredible. Yeah, it's that's the other name is uh, keto coffee. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it is good mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. So you don't do it anymore because you're not doing keto. Do you think that I'm you would lose lazy. weight? Like you would gain so, weight if you did it without keto? Oh yeah, because all the fat. If you're eating fat like that, that much fat and carbs, you. I mean, you might. It depends on no. how much you're exercising and the rest of your diet you're, and stuff. Yeah. But you've slimmed yeah. up, dude. You'll be fine if you're still doing crav. Like, and and because it also is like it curbs your appetite. Yeah, that's, that's another thing. Yeah, so like you'll most likely have a smaller lunch or whatever. It's probably a but... wash, really, if anything. But yeah. I, it is nice Again, though. it depends if you're being active. If you're just like going and sitting behind a desk and then not doing anything physical, like this yeah. guy, then Dude. I would probably gain weight. Go to a, if I drink. Go to a gym. Good lord. I've been. I'm trying to run again. Uh, you know what I that. started doing? Rowing. Oh yeah. I'm fucking hooked on it, dude. I like. Do you that. wear like? Do you wear like four inch long? Not pink no. Shirts <laughs> you do it? I'm here for the rowing. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Sven. I hear the row. <laughs> the, uh, I'm sorry. The uh, the rowing machine, which would be even funnier if I like dressed out like I was going to be on the water or, or like so the Harvard great. row team and walked in the gym. Yeah, like, on the machine pretending like you're waving stuff. to people. Yeah, yeah. Like, and get, like, get someone to stand oh, next to me with a whistle. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You just like spray yourself with mist. Yeah. Every yeah. once in oh, a while. Yeah, no, <laughs> dude. Do that. Somebody would totally like YouTube that and it would go viral. That, yeah. That'd be nice. All those asshole prank vids like ruin stuff like that, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. We were the OG prank vids. We were, bro. I wish we still had those. I wish it's we somewhere. Had them. I were, y'all, were y'all pre Bam Margera? No, we we were a we were the product of, of Jackass. We were okay. pre jackass. We no, were we CKY2K. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. CK, okay. yes, yeah. We were CKY. Really? Yeah, we were CKY2K. And um, yeah, but like there. big giant, the VHS. The huge you put the whole cameras. VHS, VHS <laughs> tape into it. Yeah, that was nice. awesome. Y'all have those tapes? I don't no. know, man. Probably not. There's Somebody one, does. Like there's it, one of Jed breaking his arm somewhere. Yeah, it's savage, oh. dude. It's awesome. You can hear it and I everything. I about pissed myself laughing so. There, there's one the of like Johnny Dugan just tackling random fucking old men that jogging <laughs> oh and stuff. God. Like we were like, <laughs> you know, we we were big into like uh, mailbox bricking and and like. It's, so funny. Th- it's still fucking funny. It dude. is. Like, still? That's still really funny. I think so too. And because <laughs> one, the funniest one I saw was he ran out and tried to tackle like, and we were just doing this like. Fucking idiots, man. We were just sitting in, like in our front yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, just like a yeah, fucking yeah. dude. Like, <laughs> yes, dude. But this old guy like didn't, didn't go down. Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he fucking grabbed him. And was just like, the fuck are you doing, son? <laughs> Have you lost your mind? Dugan wasn't big, dude. He is not a big guy. No. Dude, he's, he's like Sons of Anarchy, like tatted up and bearded to the gills now. Him and Titty Roy, man. Yeah, that's right. They look way more badass than I do. I know, that's man. Did you tell I don't them? have to wear like, khakis and a button-down shirt to work. It's lame as uh, fuck. That's the other cool thing is like everyone is tatted up at at the at new at the place. God, I almost blew it already. At the new place. At the new place. Jeez, dude. 
this is this is not gonna be good, man. I gotta rein that shit in. Well, I mean, yeah, you could always, you could always, yeah, I could, I could do it, yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, it's yeah, funnier yeah, that it's way. Hilarious. But yes, everyone is. I yeah, never mind. I don't work anywhere. Disregard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a job. I'm unemployed. Oh Fuck. man, you know it's gonna be bummer. Is you're probably gonna have some incredible stories that we can't tell on the podcast. Yeah. Wow. I think there's a way to. Oh, oh yeah, DeBester, you gonna you gonna yeah you need to hop on the um the we're interviewing my old uh me and Debesh's old counselor yes in January oh for um, word yeah I can ask him about that <laughs> be like yo how what's the way I could you know tell this? yeah maybe I'll tell them to Jay and like you can tell them yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Like a hypothetical situation, or something. I'm just gonna like embellish and make you sound real awful. But yeah, we can <laughs> totally do that. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, oh, did you see that? Um, one of the uh, I can't remember. It's like a faith-based treatment center, but it's one of those farming places, and uh, there there's like a class action lawsuit because it's like a Cinecore type place where they make the clients work oh, at a chicken oh, farm. Lord. And they're suing. Oh, them I did. So they're getting sued. Yeah. For yeah. what exactly? I think um, slave labor. Yeah, but there's Something a like that. There's a, a te- like a. <laughs> I'm I'm suing you for slave. I don't think that's a liturgical term, but I think that it is actually. Really? There's a guy is that it? just got arrested in South Carolina for enslaving a mentally handicapped man to work in his kitchen. No way. Mm-hmm. He used evil. to like beat him and call it the N-word and stuff. It was like really not cool. Up. Yeah, look it up. This happened like two weeks ago. Dude, that's gnarly. Well, that's it was, yeah, it was not like in the 60s. Here we yeah. go. Yeah. Here we yeah. go. Here we but go. If, but if this, if this place, if this faith-based place can get sued, then Cinecor should be able to get sued just as well. If that, Hopefully that, they win. Well, and it sets I, a precedent. Let's, let's yeah. see. I don't know. It's All right. It's called... The lawsuit filed in northern Oklahoma accuses Christian alcoholics and addicts in recovery, which is oh Lord, car. of course That's the it's place. Uh, and of course it's and Simmons Good. Food right. um, of violating the Fair Labor Standards Act. Fair Labor Standards Act. That's a, and yeah. Oklahoma's human trafficking statutes. Okay. What? Uh, there you go. The, the, here it is. The Please. lawsuit accuses Care and Simmons Food of failing to pay people placed in the program and failing to provide agreed to drug and alcohol counseling and rehab services. Mm-hmm. They didn't that's, that's, well, that's, they just made them go shovel chicken shit. Well, that's how they get you is you sign shit. Because mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. cynical or definitely you, I can't remember, but I'm sure you. Yeah, we had to. Yeah, we had to sign stuff. I remember. Yeah, all, un, you know, under duress and detox. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this, the only payment workers. You want another workers, Benzo? Sign right. <laughs> Uh, you want that Xanax bar, buddy? <laughs> the only payment workers received were daily bologna sandwiches. That sucks. That's uh, rough, that's dude. worse than jail. No dude. cheese yeah. and bologna only. That's worse than cheese. Yeah, we'll see where that goes. I mean, but and then like other people though, this could be a case of uh, because a bunch of people when those posted on Facebook have come back and been like, I was there. Like basically, it's a case of like just some disgruntled fucking people. Whereas Mm. like it's really not as bad as the case is making it out to be. So who knows? Mm. It's probably pretty fucking bad if anybody could have a case like that. Yeah, and take it to court. I have to say, it's not great. Yeah, okay. It's not good. Fair, fair, fair enough. It's not great. <laughs> yeah, it is not great. 
way too much of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, speaking, of, speaking of treatment centers, remember that when I got you into rehab and then the director was smoking crack and yeah, you ended up leaving? Yeah, freaking lot for that one. Appar- apparently, that place has really turned itself around. So if you ever find yourself in Jeez, need of a treatment dude. center. Uh, that was the that... director? Dude, that no, was... he ended up dying, actually, sober. Yeah, well, he got oh, sober, and then like two weeks later, he got hit by a drunk driver. Talk about fucking irony. That... Wow. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Well, that, that was the crazy. one place where it was a, a, a nightmare scenario where the dude, uh, like, my sponsor told me that he was smoking crack. So I told everyone else. He called me into mm-hmm. his office. This is the CEO dude or mm-hmm. the dude that ran it, whatever. And uh, he was like, shut your mouth. Don't, like, quit telling people. And I was like, absolutely not. And he's like, well, then you got to go. And I called my sponsor, and he was like, I'll fucking pick you up. And nice. he called my parents and told them that I relapsed and like left under against orders and all that shit. So like your sponsor did? No, no, the fucking the, guy oh, the was smoking crack. Oh yeah, he was and, also and like, it, it was a complete case of like my parents should not have. You know, him. they didn't believe me. But it was like, uh, oh, it sucked, dude. Well, dude, that's, you look, the the loudest I ever got since I've been sober was when I was a month sober. And the clinical, the the owner, he he was just about money. He was trying to get me to stay there. At at uh, where, Singapore? At, um, no. Oh, a different place. uh, Keystone. Keystone. Where I got sober at. Okay. And he was like, oh, Debesh isn't ready. Da, 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 da. He needs to stay. He needs to get a job. And I was just like, dude, it says in the second month I'm specifically not allowed to find a job. Like, I read the whole bylaws, everything. And so he gets on the phone, like, and, dude, I had a spiritual awakening. Like, I was, I was. I'm out. I'm done. I was, yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. The counselor said I was done. And so he was just, I don't know what he said, but I just flipped. And I just, I was like, you will not talk to me like a fucking child. And I just. Just like oh, went oh, off oh, on oh. him, and it was crazy. And then I made amends right after, and uh, and it's so funny because the counselor there was like, "Man, the best that was the shit." Because <laughs> 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 the guy was such an asshole. He was like, and then he was like, "Man, I wish we could do that." He was like, "You told him the truth, man." Oh, that's and he was that's like, that's and like I, every time I saw that counselor at the gym, I would see him at the gym. Like, man, he would just shake his head, be like, "Man, that was so awesome what you said that day. <laughs> he, that was that was incredible." <laughs> <laughs> Some say he's still reminiscing to this day. He's just sitting at home. He's like, man, you know what? That was man, awesome. The best. Smash that, dude. That was good. I was in treatment when I was 18 and f- had a fucking flip out. But I was at this super posh treatment center in San Diego. And I freaked out because we hit the volleyball on the roof and they wouldn't let me get it. So a little That's bit different. That's so funny. <laughs> well, no. Volleyball, 15000 more well, dollars. Well, what's funny is that <laughs> at, at, at that moment, dude, that volleyball like represented like you getting bullied when you were in fourth grade. You know what I'm saying? Like it was probably like fucking everything. And it just, I it, think ju- it, it was the straw that broke it. Like, I just really wanted to play volleyball. Listen, and don't you, up, don't you. And there's a fucking ladder listen, to the roof and they wouldn't let listen, me get psychoanalyze you, if you Yes, thank you. If you sass me, <laughs> if you sass me in front of our guest one more time. <laughs> listen, uh, I'm almost a, a counselor in training, so I think I know what I'm talking about, dude. <laughs> 
talking about? My background about? check came through. My background so, check came through. You know what was funny? You know what was funny? Uh, I, so I haven't – like my charges are dismissed, but I haven't – I was just about to say, how did that even happen? Well, because I, I, like, I don't have any technical um, – convictions it's just like arrest and then dismissals or whatever uh, and i'm supposed to like in january i'm gonna pay the money to get it wiped from my record but it'll still show up that i got arrested da, da, da. so like i was meeting with the ceo today and he was like so uh scratch the serial numbers off of that shotgun did you and i was like oh allegedly <laughs> oh so that part of the right is still, dude like still I, yeah yeah, yeah i didn't know what details. came up until he said that and i was like oh fuck I'm like, <laughs> but but he was like, listen, I didn't always used to wear nice clothes, and I was like, awesome. I got you, Doc. Yeah. That's the cool thing about addictions treatment is like we half expect this, and then yeah. like my, it almost makes it better. Yeah, but, my teacher <laughs> was like, have... it's the one place where like the worst shit you've done is like a uh uh resume asset. Yeah, there you go. resume. There we go. I can't speak. Mm-hmm. But it did make my butthole pucker though when I was like, "Oh, dude, I should get that shit wiped off my record. That's not good." <laughs> like <laughs> some details now. I know that's funny, dude. And I paid. Listen, congregation, don't ever fucking waste your money on like BenVerified.com or any of that because when I was tripping out about that, that's oh yeah, I forgot. That's also what I, I was spent money about. on one of those sites too, dude. And I spent. Forty dollars, dude, and waited forever just for it to tell me nothing came up digitally. But for an extra fee, we'll find out what's on the paper record. And I was like, "You son of a bitch!" Like you got me. And obviously, shit showed up. But if if I would have gone by Ben Verified, I was like, "Oh, I'm good." Fuck. Yeah, yeah, dude. Those I didn't realize just... it checked my. It found my Reddit my imager account dude yeah like it it kind of wigged me out like your grinder account listen listen uh, <laughs> that is private <laughs> if, you're, if you're talking about Tumblr, my subway sandwich finder app then yes i do have yeah. a grinder there's that mean there's a, that tumblr app it's like tumblr it's like a fight app finally it's like it's like it's like yeah. yo man your profile pic is stupid i hate your face let's go it's like meet yeah. me here at six <laughs> meet, you, meet you at the Winn dixie parking what, lot was it was, wasn't that an april fool's joke that they made it, i mean it I, wasn't a real app yeah it, it, it was, was called rumble tumblr yeah, that's hilarious that's funny dude. I was pissed because my million dollar idea, th- I legitimately thought it was gold too. I was going to make a Yelp for uh, bathrooms, like gas station bathrooms, McDonald's bathrooms. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's already out there, dude. What? Oh, like in the for just so like just yeah. So like, cause we were driving bathrooms. cross country, and I was like, "Damn, I got I got poo," but I wonder how this dang. gas station is. And yeah. I was like, "If there was an app that just let me know." Yeah, and it's already there, man. That shit's wow. crucial if you gotta drop a deuce. That you know also, yeah. that also yeah. led me down the rabbit hole, which led me to find ratemypoo.com. Have you? <laughs> oh, man. There's probably another no, app listen, for glory listen, holes. Listen, listen, too. listen, listen, listen. What do you think ratemypoo is? Dot com. Oh, people take pictures of their poo and then people rate them. That's exactly what it is, dude. It's just like it's like it's like an angel fire website. You know what I'm saying? Like from like 1926, (laughs) and it's just like these these just people just millions of pictures of poops, and you just give them a star rating, dude. (laughs) Like if you. 
Like, I don't know. I'm so immature. I thought I laughed and laughed and laughed, dude. I'm probably gonna go look again, like after this, because it's so. Please, just just promise me you'll at least go to it for just a second and you'll if you're ever in a bad mood dude just go to rate my i'm just gonna send that link (laughs) out to people like randomly (laughs) and the idea that somewhere to all my relatives well please do (laughs) at like 2 p.m tomorrow and the idea that somewhere there's a gajillionaire that just invented ratemypoot.com and he's just like yes (laughs) yes Yes. The house yeah, that feces little builds. Little poo emojis Wonderful. everywhere. Yeah, Wonderful dude. Nuggets. That's, uh, <laughs> that's like I want to see that character on Silicon Valley. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I saw that movie by the way that you recommended. It the was Big awesome. Sick, huh? The Big Sick. The Big Sick. Yeah. yeah. Did it have an accurate uh, depiction of Indian it. culture? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like a lot of them do. The namesake was probably the most accurate that I saw. It's with Cal Penn. Mm. Um, but it's funny how many movies now, any like Indian American movie is now is exactly about like marrying a white girl. That's, that's <laughs> like, true. It, it has become like a, whole, a new trope. Genre yeah. So it's like pretty much your life. Yes. <laughs> did, yeah. Yes. Did, except my parents don't really care that much. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, well, I used to do heroin. That's what, what I was gonna say. Stuff. I was gonna say once you, once you do, if you ever want your parents' cool. approval. I mean, yeah. Do heroin and then tell them whatever you want approval on, because it's like, like seriously, like it's such a fear. Like it would be easier probably for an Indian kid to do heroin, and then it's just a lesser thing. Oh, it's cool, he's recovered from heroin. Now. Yeah, exactly. No big deal. No big, no deal. big deal. Oh, he, he's <laughs> you started rapemypoo.com? Oh, but you know it's cool. He he's in recovery. So proud of my. Yeah, my sweet baby is rating poops on the internet. Poo left and right. Oh, I don't want your dirty, your dirty money. <laughs> so many jokes. I know, dude. Uh... That's like when my sister worked at a waste treatment plant. Those jokes were just endless. Oh, oh that's incredible. Yeah. Shit. Anyway, well, an hour has come and gone. Uh. I expect everyone to visit ratemypoo.com and tell us about your experience at church and other drugs at gmail.com. Follow us at at capital. Also, I'm not send your poo pics to Jed at church and other drugs at gmail.com. Yeah, I'm good with that. Uh, I'll give you a star. I'm going to be honest though. Like don't don't come at me with that weak <laughs> that weak bring, stuff. Yeah. Bring yeah. your A game, bro. Bring it's the gonna... A poops. Why why is like <laughs> there will never ever be a day that that a fart will not make me laugh. Like what is what is the humor? Oh, I, like I don't even know. I it's don't incredible. Know. And the kid kids know it from like days. You six, don't teach it. They yeah. think farts are fucking hilarious. Because they are. No, you don't even teach it. You try to make every noise ever fart noise laugh every yeah, time. Start yeah. laughing, right? It's just like innate. Farts are fucking funny, dude. <laughs> so all right. So these are these are the fruits of the spirit. God has given us music, uh, love. And farts. And farts. Right. Amen. Amen. Uh, at Man. Twitter at CO Their Drugs. And please uh, visit our Patreon, patreon.com slash church and other drugs. Oh, yo. But also oh. go check out our Facebook page because we're going to start doing live streaming and shit when Jed's in town. So yeah. check that shit out. Yeah. And uh, I'm thinking about, we, have you seen um, Hot Ones? 
that YouTube channel where they eat spicy wings with celebrities and ask. Oh questions. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. we're 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 in the works of doing that here with, with Dirty Mike and trying to get him to eat like the most ridiculously hot thing possible. You yeah. also have to ask him like really uncomfortable questions. Well, Which, well, the problem it. with him though is like. You can't phase him. Like you got. I'm gonna. I, know I don't know what. Uncomfortable. I, yeah, maybe yeah. I'll have to be like, "What's your 401k look like?" And he'll be like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> what's your?" <laughs> and we have come full circle. And here is the full track called "Blackout" from What We Do in Secret. Be sure to. Go check out those dudes' Indiegogo campaign.